Oh, um. All right, welcome to Back to Calling Shots, folks. Uh, today's a very special episode. It's kind of a sad episode. Um, this is the second to last episode of, of Calling Shots. I, I, my uh, contract with Colin is coming to a close, and, and I want to thank them for their uh, for their hospitality over the last year plus, and thanks, folks, for listening along. And in that uh, vein, I uh, invited one of the kind of the OG most uh, – no, most involved, most vociferous, most opinionated uh, listeners, uh, and also uh, somewhat local to me, uh, Charlie Saturday, to come on and uh, ter- kind of turn the floor over to you. Um, the f- last episode will be either Friday or Saturday, and we're going to talk trade deadline and whatever else people want to want to chat about. Uh, assuming we can actually tweet a link out and have people show up, um, shakes fist. Uh, Charlie, um, Thank you for thank you for uh, joining. I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you thought this was a good idea. Seth, this is the greatest day of my life, man. I uh, can't thank you enough for having me. I feel like one of those one of those dudes that gets signed at the end of the season with like two to, two games left. So I'm gonna get all my shots up in this one. <laughs> you see the Andre Ingram. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They're going up. Of this podcast, <laughs> you know, you've waited a long time, and and everyone's happy to see it. I <laughs> I, I can get I can get behind. That. Yeah, you know. I, so, go ahead. Sorry. So this this is this is your show today. What do you want? What do you want to? What do you want to? You know, mess around with? Man, I I can't I can't handle another whisper. I'm all whispered out. Uh, we need some stuff to go down. But the, I, you know, I've I've always curious about hoop stuff. I love talking hoops. And there's a few things that kind of kind of general concepts that I that I wanted to kick at you. Um, and the first one is player fit and how important um, players fitting together is. And like how I kind of feel it's a little bit of a lost GM skill when you can get dudes that um, just really like they just they just flow together both on the court. And then I know you've talked about how important it is for guys not to hate each other because it's a long season. Um and I'm just wondering, like, who you think out of all the executives, all the GMs, who's the best at, like, just, just finding the right fit for the coach, for the environment? And is that something that factors in as much in today's sort of asset, uh, you know, asset heavy? Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, no, that is – I mean, who's best? I don't know. I don't know. Who's the best at it? I mean, you get you get various you get you get you get wide range of opinions on how much fit even matters. I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I think that by general acclaim, if you look at the last two decades of NBA, uh, Daryl Morey is 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 has to be in the upper tranche of, of executives, and he, I don't want to say he doesn't give a shit, but like he like give me the talent and we'll figure it out later. Is, is seems to be the way he goes, and then there are other other people who other other teams that have to go the other way. I mean, I think it, it sort of to some degree kind of matters how you're playing. I think fit is more important for a team that wants to play like the Warriors than a team that is going to be more. I don't know if vanilla is the right word, but kind of more in line stylistically with the league as a whole. Um, just because, I mean, the Warriors were, I don't know if that's necessarily fit though, or it's certain skill sets are, are specific 
to to the warrior style of play. And if you're if the, if it's you know five small forwards happen to have that skill, well, I guess we're playing five small right. forwards. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it specific to the Kings Pacers trade last year that you know was like widely panned, and I get it. I love I love Halliburton. Shout out uh, Halliburton. Shout out Oshkosh. But like I, I you know. The way Fox is maximized with Sabonis compared, and then the way Halliburton can do his thing in in Indy, um, I don't know. That just seems like a perfect fit trade, and, and I wonder how much that comes into account this time of year. I mean, that's. I mean, that that, that trade is interesting in a number of ways because it's also it, it's not just a fit trade. It's a it's a it's a goals trade. Like, what are you trying to do? Right. I mean, I think. The reason I think the the people who generally speaking pan that trade were the, the the more championship or bust you are, the more you didn't like that trade. Just I mean, because I, I think that, and with good reason. I think that like Halliburton had first of all Halliburton still was and probably still is at this point uh, a little bit of a mystery box in terms of what his ceiling is, and beyond that. Uh, Sabonis has some obvious limitations at a at a championship level. Now I think we can go we, we can go too far with those, but I, I I you know I think that just for you know both positional and sort of overall level of player, I think that it's it's reasonable to say that like Sabonis probably doesn't have a starting role on a championship level team. But he's he is he can have a very strong role on a pretty good team that makes the playoffs every year, makes a second round, might uh, might might uh, slip into a conference finals here and there. And then, you know, frankly, once you get there, who knows what could happen? But in terms of of really like charting your own destiny towards a championship, like you know, whatever. Like the, the, it's not like the Kings had massive like future title equity to begin with. But I think it, it it dropped making that trade. Yeah, I, although like you could also say um, it raised Fox's ceiling too, right? Having Sabonis instead of Halliburton, so it's like there's all these moving. Say as somebody who watched a team not get out of the first round for 20 years, um, that's a pretty fun place to be. It's finals and start winning playoff series and stuff. So. Um, it's a long season as a fan. If you can, if you can I, 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 I enjoy it, if you can be, um, um, you know, you know, that's, again, competing it's a, it's in the playoffs. Of, of I think that's pretty worthwhile. I think that, you know, we probably, I'm as guilty, I'm guilty of this as anything because, you know, I, I, by choice tend to look at things more through a championship lens, but from a fan standpoint, yeah, you can tell me the Kings aren't having a lot of fun. Let me, I mean, let me ask you this. You're a Bucks fan. Um, in all on it, like, okay, the title is one thing, but was the 2018-19 or the 2020-21 season more fun? As as the season itself was was progressing. Uh yeah. the I mean that the the eighteen nineteen felt like a dream. Like I couldn't believe what was what my eyes were seeing. Um, going going from going from where we were to um, 
you know, also just, and I think this matters whether people realize it or not. I could feel the organization getting healthier. Now you might disagree, you know, but in terms of just the fan experience and the, the way that the game unfolded, um, the way guys talked about being a buck, watching them on the bench, winning, winning streaks, like all of that I think is, is huge for the fan experience. And 20, I mean, nothing beats winning at all for sure, but that was, uh, no, I think that, I mean, you know, I, yeah, things were I, tense and I, it was, it was still trying to be oblique about and, them, but you know, I, you know, I've, I've, but had 18, my, 19 was, uh, man, I'll never forget that criticisms sure. of the organization in some ways, but there's no, there's no way around. Like, you know, that was a year where, I mean, from, I can say from the inside, like that was, that year was awesome. Like, that was just like, you know, you walk, okay, we might, you know, I like what we did this offseason. And it took about, um, I I remember uh, texting Kevin Arnovitz. I'll pick that name up in a second. Uh, about halfway through the second quarter of our first game saying, we might be pretty good. And it was just like, whoa, boy. <laughs> um, and that's, and, and I think that's, you know, that's, you know, I, I think a lot of, what it would be like to go back and hear smells like teen spirit yep. for, the, for the first time. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I, I, I remember I'll, I'll do you one better. I remember the open fan scrimmage of that year is when I was because Bud was on the mic and they were jacking up threes and under kid. I think he was probably uh, having to censor himself that. because Bud if, was uh, on the mic behind closed doors. Time, like, it was somebody popped that three, he would, fly. He would be big, that was let the, it that was let the... it fly, and they'd be like, "All right, Bud, let's go." <laughs> well, and it was also just like you know we knew Giannis yeah, was good, it was like, but it was like. Oh, oh, so refreshing. Like we, we knew so refreshing. we, we, we just to have like suspected oh, Brooke Lopez was a good system signing. Works now. Um, so again, I yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that's kind of what I what I part of what I wanted to get into with fit. It's because it's like. Um, having Brooke be able to play the way he, he did and start, you know, jacking threes the way he could and the way things opened up for Giannis that year allowed him to go on to become the two-time MVP and, you know, obviously win one and, and their style has changed a little bit here and there, but like the way fit can sort of maximize your best player. Um, even if, I mean, Again, your return on paper, it looks like, we, oh, my, like, you know, these guys aren't as how good much as was that? Like the, the, the Brooke you know, thing is like, what we, we're giving up we is thought he was a good signing because we knew fit is right, he would feel fit like what we were trying to do. And uh, I talked obviously about not everybody. It's like, okay, he shares that. He's, and I get he's it, learned but... to shoot threes. He's a better rebounder than his individual stats. Uh, and he's, he's been a decent rim protector over his career. So that's, you know, that's a, that's an improvement on what we were getting from that spot and it fit with how we wanted to play in terms of, of, you know, creating space in the lane for Giannis. How much, how much of how well it worked was fit and how much was him just being a lot better than, than we realized. It's like, Oh yeah, this guy, an all-star and he's still pretty damn good. Right. And yeah, the go ahead, sir. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would argue though, like even if even if I mean that's a, again, that's, that's I think that that I think or, the like Mike Muscala, there is, you know, you get somebody like that. I would say like so that I think like you know you the, take like Mike Muscala or Andre Drummond in his prime um, next think, to Giannis, and it's like yeah, I think yeah, I don't know, give me Muscala, you know. Yeah, he was a beast. <laughs> I feel that. Um, so another thing I had for you as we're watching all these names bandied about, something I thought of last last week, um, and then it played out with Bones Highland, is like how much of an effort do teams make with certain guys to keep their names out of the rumors because it, they know that once they see their name out there, they've kind of lost them. Like, is that something like when teams are negotiating with each know. other? Um, I think media, that there are, I, there I, I think thing, that's, like, let's put it know, this way. If there's, if, if there's a team uh, that is, is savvy enough it, to figure it, out you know, how to keep, we better not keep someone's name, name out of the, out of the news, they're generally savvy to keep everyone's you know I mean? name out of the news. Like, like, I think it's like, it's a reasonable point you're making, but if, if it's a, if it's a leaky organization, that you always hear about who's on the block. How good do you think they are about like, okay, fine. It's okay. If we, if people know our business about this guy and that guy, but not him. Okay. Um, I think, I think you do. I mean, the, the exception is like you, you work really hard. If you're, if you're discussing a trade involving like one of your dudes that, that if like, you know, if there was, if there was ever a time, for example, right, where we right. were internally discussing trading a Chris Middleton, that's like that's you know you got to think long and hard about when you even you even like call the other team about that. You kind of you know how where they stand, but you don't you don't even want because once you put that out there, like you know who knows right. where it's gonna go. You like you have a good sense of of which orgs you can trust, but you know what if the agent finds out? What if what if you know what if what if what if? And and that's a bigger deal than if like Bones Bones Highland starts pouting. Okay, if 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 you know, it, staying with the numbers, if it, Nuggets, if 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 uh, if uh, Bones Highland starts pouting, it's like oh, it's not ideal, but okay. If you know Michael Porter Jr., a guy who I've tried to trade all season, uh, I, I tried to fake trade all season. If his name is out there, like and he, you know, that's that's a different that's a different uh, that's a different level of problem. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you hear so often it's a business, it's a business. And like, you know, of course I get that and players are going to be professional and they'll deal with it. It's, I mean, some better than yeah, others, but the, I, just, um, I, I wonder about the guy who hears his name and he's the, like, oh, the, my the, not the, feeling great. Uh, the serious till, business till aspect of some of that, but that's not that ever, you know, that is, I think it's, it's like how hard it's teams work, but it sounds like it's just time, kind of you, par for the course. You don't, you don't, you don't want your business out there, but like, I, you know, stuff happens, stuff gets out there. I think part of the, part of the gig is to, is to manage those relationships. And, and, you know, I think 
you know, yeah, it's just, so go ahead. Because I think about last year with, with Dante DiVincenzo for a specific, like his name was out there and then it seemed like he got kind of frustrated and he was ready to roll after that. And then it's like, once something's out the jar, you know, I just wonder sometimes if it can be put I back mean, people in. tend to have uh, short memories anyway. But, like, you know, you, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. No, nothing a five game winning streak like, like here, almost like some sort of you know five game winning like say uh, Denver went on a five game winning streak done, over which Bones maybe on the outside it's more awkward seeming than it would be. Yeah, remember remember two remember two weeks ago that was funny. <laughs> Good thing we didn't do that. I mean, that's I think that's you know for the most part I think I think it's more that way than than actually something that is like we lose. Right. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, right. <laughs> right. I mean, at, hmm. as a, like it's been so long since I've been a been a pure fan. Like, how do you, as a fan, like go through? First of all, how are right. are you suffering from withdrawal with the with the with the with the tweet? You know, methadone cut off. By the way, by the way, you can uh, you can't send tweets, but you can schedule them, and then they will send. So that's. Uh, that's the workaround. So if you want, if you uh, if you want to retweet the one I sent announcing this, you can quote retweet it and schedule it. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, stuff. Oh, but how do you like? Okay, wow. Was there a time where you're like, ah, oh, what dumb thing are we going to do at trade deadline, or is it always kind of a maybe we'll pull something off? And then there's uh, there's this right, year where it's be, like uh, that'll be we kind of need do. to pull something off. We're pretty good, but we kind of need to do something. Or like, how do you as a fan like like process this like you know ten day stretch? Well, it's been it, it's been an evolution. I mean, I was just realized we're coming up on the twenty year anniversary of uh, trading prime Ray Allen to Seattle for two months of Gary Payton, who immediately announced, uh, I think the quote was, it's not a life sentence, right, when he got traded, which was nice to hear. But at that time, you know, I was still, I don't know, I was maybe in like eighth grade or something, and I was so in on any team propaganda. I was just like, oh, Desmond Mason is the one. We don't, who we, who, who even, Desmond Mason is going to lead us where we need to be. And, uh, and then things got really dark, and I just distrusted every move. I mean, probably the the low point was um, young Tobias Harris rookie deal for another month rental of JJ Reddick, who also hated Milwaukee and was out the door immediately. Um, and now, since we've won it, and I trust the organization more because they've proven more, I am in. Uh, win the win the title this year at all costs, and because I'm older and nothing is guaranteed, and I am I'm trading picks, I'm trading Bochamp. No offense to the rookie, I, I I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I like him. It's another thing with Bucks fans in particular. We get so 
Like, I mean, if somebody I think seems like bad. a good guy, I mean, that, and they say that's, that that's right. Like I mean, the, the like, I think oh, if you, I mean, you want to see the counter argument, like, right, I think well, if you, still, still, you, know, you can definitely see a lot of Warriors yeah. Twitter. So a lot no, of Warriors, I am, I am Warriors full, fans I'm being very and 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 essentially have like NBA rejecting the uh, with the organizational level at all costs. Um, no, they the Warriors have probably a little bit more state media than the Bucks do. I think they, like one thing you can say, like I think you know. Paschke, I love Jim Paschke. He was he was a little bit of a company man, but he also got out of the way and let got out of the way and right. let Marcus. Like if Marcus had thoughts, Marcus will share thoughts. And right. Oh. Uh, once people, younger fans don't remember that the, uh, and I love your passion too. I grew up listening to him, but that, I mean, that, uh, that, that probably predated me a little Marcus bit because we weren't, we were, we were never and, that, like, we, you know, we were 500 team. It was almost like second marriage Jim Paschke where he um, was like, you know, he was, uh, it got dark there for a while with some of the, some of the, uh, Bucks propaganda. Um, <laughs> he, uh. It reminds me yeah, of the, uh, the Tom was... Haverford scene in uh, well, Parks and Rec, right. where it's like, that can't be right. No, that's what it says. Uh, it's like reading, reading off oh, yeah. like the Politburo no, the, the Brandon of, Jennings uh, Monta Ellis what is, propaganda yeah. uh, train. That was like Soviet, Soviet-esque. Um, but no, it was... Uh, it, it... <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, and uh, but you know, and I was like, of course, super happy to see him like start to be able to enjoy Bucks basketball after all those years, and and uh, and they won one in his final year on in the booth. But um, you know, we I, I don't understand people who's who are thinking about oh well. Uh, it's not so mad. It's not so important if they win one. It's important that they stay competitive uh, for the next. It's like no, we're at the point where it's like, you know, this might be it. And I'm I mean, not. It's not. I'm it's not, not, it's not uh, uh, rocket surgery. You know, Giannis is looking around or anything like that. But it's just the the age of the dudes, the level that Giannis is on. Really, it comes down to just how dominant Giannis is. Like anytime you have a guy and he's healthy. Like knock on wood, you you gotta go all in, you know. And um, yeah, and but but you would think like I don't know. I talk to Bucks fans a lot. You yeah, a lot of play, you know. It's no, and you should. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's from it's, it's, uh, flags, banners fly forever, and Bucks, you know, like, oh, the, oh, yeah. as much as you wish way it weren't too us, old, way too old I think to trade. You don't have to look very to hard in NBA history to know that, like, in the most part, I, like I, I don't really the years don't after really a championship team now. is no longer a championship team can be pretty fallow. <laughs> you've, yeah, you've yeah. you've seen enough. Yeah, I, I, specifically I can, with I, our I can, team, I the amount of first yeah. round picks. So, um, 
mm. who after their rookie deal sorry you know, I, 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 I was taking over the interview couldn't get in the, the 35 for their Montenegrin team like I've seen I've just seen too many I've seen too much Seth. I've seen too much I've seen enough <laughs> No, I I enjoy the back and forth. I I I wanted to. Um, did, did Grayson Allen throw the ball at? Jeremy? Yeah, I, I guess sort of talk about a little uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the most violent. Oh, sorry, the times was, you were involved with, and I wanted great, to. You know, one of the great bits that that so, like two favorite um, bits of NBA kind of kind of uh, Allen, uh, sickos only NBA radio are that call and uh, something happened. Allen Horton, I saw it right away. I believe it was a Mavs. Mavs were in Minneapolis. Yeah, that, that hasn't uh, happened. Kevin Love was still there, and the, um, the Wolves were down one. And the Mavs just scored, <laughs> and Kevin Love got the ball in the corner, and Sean Marion just fouled the shit out of Kevin Love as he going up for a shot. And it was like, he, and, the, and Alan Horton, the, the Wolves radio announcer, do it, Malloy! Because Ed Malloy was the, was the, uh, was the, uh, <laughs> so if you can find that, it's just, a, it's just a great call because he's, he's normally pretty like mellow and just like completely lost his mind at this. Understandably, if you watch the playback, it's, yeah, <laughs> very Jim Ross guess. <laughs> Raptors six. Yeah, Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Yeah, we came uh, back from like twenty some down, and then like took the lead on uh, a Jason Terry no. three, and then. <laughs> DeMar so yeah, no, so I was thinking so right away in the first place. Not that I, not that I remember it like it was yesterday. And I want to say that first round was the yeah. Raptors, the one where we went out in seven, um, six. That's right. After the Delhi Thon comeback, um, yeah, yeah, dark times. Yeah, in the good old Bradley Center. So, so one of the things that I said right away, and I, I can get a little passionate, and especially during the playoffs, but I, I said, Eric Bledsoe is shook. Eric Bledsoe, there's something about playoff basketball where I'm watching him, and not just it's not just that he's missing shots, but like the hesitation, the sort of hitch, the yips, whatever you want to call it. And I was I was bashed over the head with. Oh, come on, man. Small sample size. Look, look at the sample size going forward. Like, why would we do that? And it's like, well, when the sample size is the most important games of the season, um, how does that weigh into your – and then, like, obviously going forward, you know, I've been wrong a lot. I, I, I you know, I wanted to trade Chris Middleton for Chetty Osmond at one point. I'm not infallible. Shouts to Joe Harris in 2021. I, I, I feel like, and then I, and then with Grayson, again, he, he the it, it's not everybody talks about the defense, like, and, and it was a bad matchup with Boston, and um, for sure, but he missed shots, so many open shots, well, in such a way. So where the the, the, the Bledsoe thing is is you know is small that, sample size, I think. Yeah, the, and it's the, like, the, is that real? How to do that you is like, that? Do, you know, do people tend to suck in the first playoffs. Um, people tend to maybe get a little exposed. Analytical, like method, not everybody, or, or, or like ah, they, this guy or, just gets shook sometime early in their playoff career, they they find out 
and it, you know, I think it, 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 you know, it ha- happened at a higher level, but in 2019, I think you saw it with Giannis. You kind of, there, there, we reached a point again in that Raptors series where, okay, if I go straight ahead one speed, that's not good enough anymore once I get to this level. And, you know, it took, it took a little bit of time to, to, to figure out and get the right team around and all that fun stuff. But still, Uh, but with Giannis, I though, I mean, Giannis it's, it's, was not. It, 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 I don't think it's ever as effective all as he was. All, but well, he, very it wasn't like he was scared, all one thing you know? or all the other. I mean, it wasn't like, like he I think was that, ever. Like the, I never felt like Giannis sort of had had the yips. It was just like Toronto figured him out. Am I wrong there? It's. It's also. It's. It is. It, it is as simple as does the first shot go in or not. I think one of the the. Big sliding doors moments right. in recent NBA history, I think. Right. Um, is, like Miritich. Uh, Miritich, like he. The, right? the like, playoff some, series, the, 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 the Clippers. I don't know. I just feel um, like you know it when you see it. Jazz, the, the Terrence Mann game. Basically, like the Jazz decided, and I've talked to people who were on that staff, and I've watched it, and you can see the Jazz decided we are not rotating to Terrence Mann. Like Rudy is going to help and he's going to recover however fast he can recover, but we're not rotating it to him because he's going to have to make jump shots to beat us. And if his first two jumpers don't go in right, and he starts to hitch, he starts to record scratch. How different is that? How different, which Frank, which, you know, frankly, as wide open as those shots are, is just much more likely than him making the first two, you know, like how different does that play out? Maybe, you know, like, the, I mean, maybe a counter argument was the, the bubble playoffs when in game seven, Lou Dort took, I don't know how many threes when, uh, when, but, uh, but also didn't, didn't make a ton of them. Um, but so, you know, Miritich, like, you know, Nico was yeah. a guy who took some tough shots. He could make tough shots. What happens to the first one, if the first couple go in instead of, well, we got to get, we got to get him going now. Right. Interesting. Yeah, but and even him specifically, you watch him because I am a, uh, I'm an international sicko. I do enjoy some Euro League and some FIBA tournaments. He's a guy where, at the highest levels of of Euro ball and ACB playoffs, also gets the yips and hasn't won over there. So, um, I I don't know. Like he he's by far. In in Europe, like he should be like the Larry Bird of the Euro League. There's never been a more like in his prime. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, you know, is over it, there, but he Miritich is, is a is like a case happens, where I think you know, that, and I, and that I don't, you might obviously I'm far from any kind of a psychological get into the psychology. And, and I, a lot of other players, yeah, whatever. But I just wonder as we go forward with like I mean, in part learning more about certainly in the years with Bledsoe. Just in the playoffs, for whatever reason, he got asked to, to he he got told to not do the things he was good or got deployed in a way that he couldn't do the things he was good at, 
and asked to only do the things he wasn't good at. So, and, and, you know, it's at that level, yeah. maybe that was the way that he had to fit in because of where the ball needed to be in those games at that level. But if, if that's the case, then that's a skill deficit, not a, not a, a mentality thing. It's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the Corey Brewer. I, sorry, coach. I just ran out of talent. You just missed like you just right. miss shots sometimes, but but why now? <laughs> yeah. And that's I mean I think I feel like that's one we'll never know. Right. Like you know. Dan, like Danny Green <laughs> has made big shots. Right, right. So Danny Green not being able to make a shot for the Raptors in missing wide open shots or, or, or just go, I guess you know, missing the basketball championship, but, which got him run out of LA. Which, you know, speaking of another sliding doors moment, like LA probably keeps right. sway right, LeBron exactly. and wing defense. LeBron eighty and wing defense. That's a good model. If if uh, Danny Green makes that shot, to, I think would that have won the series in five games? Like instead, oh, instead, instead, like you know, do better, people. Like giving his family death threats because he he missed a shot that NBA players are going to miss six out of ten times. Yep, that's when Snoop Dogg was. Yeah, that was that was wild. Snoop Dogg came after him on Twitter, and uh, that was a uh, that was a that was a uh, that that brings me to another thing where we've kind of had some more. The way people talked about Danny Green, like he was a bad player, um, you know. I am very defensive of NBA basketball players based on how good they are at playing basketball. Like what percentage of the world's greatest out of all the people playing basketball, they're the top 1%. And just sort of the discourse of how quickly I mean, people can be like, oh, he's trash. I think you're right. Like, that no, it he's gets a little NBA like vet. saying someone he's is trash is probably already. too far. Like he's not trash. He might not. You know he's, what I mean? And I, I, think that's, like I think that's a little less I am maybe sort of personally nasty. And it's, it's the, the implied. Own, like, but look, I just, I, I lose the it. The NBA is zero sum. When I hear someone's bad at basketball. If you're the 450th best player in the NBA, you may be the 450, or you're probably about closer to the 650th best basketball player in the world. But relative to the game you're in, you suck. All right. So, but how in, but in, 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 in there, you know, there can be only one. How do you how do you yeah, deal with but like, I just, that's sort I, of the I creeping language that is sort words. of behind that's why I do the player tiers in large part because the the way you're, that franchise player, player got it, it, it got sort of dumbed down. Like, I'm gonna keep fighting it. You know, saying um, Devin Booker's a franchise player. Yes, sure. But Devin Booker is in Luka Doncic. And that and that difference matters. That difference matters a great deal. Uh, and you can't collapse those. So I mean, it's not. Maybe it's not the. Maybe it's the, the negative side of it is is possibly more harmful because of it, people suck on the internet. Um, can I? By the way, can I? Can I <laughs> yeah. The 
that's so that's that's not about the basket like that's that's not about the basketball players it's about like you know you're really not taking a shot at the player you're taking a shot at the person you like him you're stupid and that's part of it and it's just really like the tone that's like know, for sure and like the tone the, of like you know for most just, people the player is so just much sort of a, uh, an avatar the in, a, you know, in the, in the, in the twitter game of Fortnite. and it's like you know and that's and that that's its own problem but i mean i think that you know the I mean, I, 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 so I, I do my best to be like respectful in in those, but you, but I, like, if a player is not good enough, you have to be able to say that they're not good enough. And you can't every time, I know he's one of the best um, basketball players in the world because everyone's in the NBA. He's playing the league. Like, you can't, you can't, like, he's bad. Like, Seth, we need you to be a leader, though. You're a thought leader. We're going to, it starts with you. <laughs> no, 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 for sure, for sure. No, but you can say that's a perfect you can say example because like, that's, that's oh, a uh, ten-year-long uh, fight. Not, me and uh, Nate Duncan, so not a playoff okay. rotation guy. Uh, you know, there's ways. I just feel like there's ways. We'll take our favorite, no. Well, he, he's uh, come over to Mason my side Plumlee. now. No, the first podcast the way we ever did was Plumlee a huge argument about, about uh, because he's the, such the 2014 a, World Cup team like when because Duke. Hate on him and come at him because for a lot of reasons. We were gonna, but I was so mad about this because it's such like so obviously like so obviously garbage. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were on Mason. You know that that's a like you know that's that's and and is that Mason Plumlee's fault? Is that Mason? No, it's. I mean, he did choose choose to go to Duke, so on some level, Uh, but but uh, you know, so again, even even that is. there there's there's levels here yeah yeah and he was really young then yeah he was really young then right let, let me tell you how little of basketball world cup i'm going to be permitted to watch this summer for no. sure, for sure, um, and uh, yeah, that was a I just gold you know, Spain, I, I think um, it was, and uh, the, Curry, the, Irving, yeah, that was um, a good squad. For those I'm worried who, about the gold. We got we got to get that World Twitter, Cup uh, gold back this summer. Seth, agreed to which she is not really the biggest sports fan, <laughs> uh, and so there's there's kind of some, come on, man, we'll doing, do we got to do a doing what I do we'll and have it be all being wrapped up in sports. There's a certain amount of oh, sure, you're working. Sure, you're watching this game. Like you know that, that I can, that There's a certain degree to which I can stretch that, and then that I have to stop. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my, sure. my, my first year purposes. was there with. Uh, to that vein, um, I've I got a burning one that I've asked. Name. Not the actual security guard. Art, years. thank you. I've never yeah. gotten an answer. Art, with art. art scared the crap out of me the first so time. So, as, as you yeah. know, um, in the practice center, going back to the old cousin center in the old, uh, with the old uh, monastery, were you ever there, by the way? Did you work at the old. Uh, art? 
art art got me good i was there once and art got me good as well um so i think it started there with like andrew bogut and luke richard umba mute where they started hanging the flags of all of the representing all of the countries of the international and american players on the team so it'd be like the australian flag the cameroonian um they transfer they carry the tradition over i want to know I don't know. I think there's there's got to be a flag store somewhere. So one of my in the neighborhood where I live, there's a house down the street where they have a flag. Where are they getting these flags? They 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 put all kinds of flags like during during the World Cup. They were repping. I forget. I don't remember. But they'd have like maybe a Welsh flag. Where are these flags coming from? You know if. If if something, I mean, obviously, certainly not obviously, but you know, there were times in the last year where there's a Ukrainian flag. There's been like the People's Flag of Milwaukee. Uh, there's been, you know, and so there's like these flags all have to come from somewhere, and I don't think they sewed them. It's and, and I don't I don't think they're big into semaphore, so it's it's. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, there's there's you know the the the. Uh, storage right. uh, facilities and it, uh, it you know there are uh, substantial right right that's a good question that's a good question that was one of <laughs> and where do um, they go is there a, there's got to be a flag because there's a lot when of them I got out there, there i definitely got to i got to take take like a you know like supermarket sweeps you know, you get the, you know, you get, you have, you have uh, 10 minutes to just shove stuff in your, your, your shopping cart. I, when okay. I first got hired, right. I definitely got well, to go yeah, to like the cage to over by, uh, 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 um, uh, I can't even remember. I, see, I, I spent so little time downtown. I can't even remember the, the names of anything now, the, um, the yeah, brewery, yeah. uh, where the, the business office is. There's like a, there's like a, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a. There's a um, you know, it's a cage where all like the the it's it's a lot of it is this sort of like stuff that's like discontinued, and I and I got to like go through and just like, and I you know and I I got, you know I took it home and I looked at it and someone's like, man, some of this stuff is awful, but some is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, the pap, the uh, pap, yeah, pap you know, wow, yeah. I, wow, a, uh, a a a Miles Plumley toothbrush holder, that's awesome. Right. Uh, they they did in fact. That's why I had multiple Miles Plumley toothbrush yeah. holders. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. I I think didn't they? Uh, didn't they have like Miles Plumley toothbrush holder night, and then he was traded like three days before it was gonna. Wow! Wow! And then he got shipped out of town. Another great uh, contract the Bucks signed. Um, I know we're getting we're getting close. Probably. Uh, well, I, I can you know me, man. I can talk hoops for hours. But I, I I'm curious this time of year, having someone who's been in it, like what just the logistical setup of the of the trade room. Like, um, I was my buddies and I were talking with this Chinese balloon spy balloon, and it was like we we all agreed like. If we were given any capability to spy on anyone, like the only the, the highest level of spying 
we would be up for it. It depends. Front office um, we we any, did it you know, a number of different ways. NFL, like we could I was there. hit me out I mean, of the, so, like, the I think the, the um, high level stuff, but like, so what does the, I think the, the sort of the standard, the like there's, there's one year where we knew it was going to be dead. We're just yeah, like, in the, like, what does that I, look I like? It was my first year. We were just kind of like, is everybody in the room sitting is in, it, in John like Hammond's night? office staring at our phones? Whoa. Um, you know, when stuff happened, um, like, I think that, yeah. Um, but no, it's you know it, it it is a lot like draft draft night. Like you, you know, if you've done your prep right, you have like, you know, we definitely did uh, the the board, which you know the the sort of the mythical board that that Hollinger and I like to talk about. We definitely had that. Like, um, I think <laughs> yeah. what we did was we got like you can get like uh, like the the tape on like dry erase surface so it becomes basically a temporary dry erase board that you can you can then like peel off the wall and throw away i think we basically covered like the multi-purpose room in that and like had all our scenarios and like cap numbers and who had what draft picks and and kind of so we had everything like visibly around as a, as a reference and you know we kind of we, we buy actual trade deadline day like if you don't have your okay these are the things we want to try to get done if you're still trying like putting concepts together, you're behind and you're either not going to make a deal or you're putting yourself in a position to get screwed because you haven't like you haven't really like the things you might not have thought of uh, multiply the less time you spend on. And then it's just like at that point, like, you know, there's there's kind of side conversations that go on like lower level people, to lower level people. Um, but but for the most part, when the real thing happens, it's like, you know, GM to GM, maybe you know, AGM to, right. to GM or, or the other way around in terms of someone who actually has the authority to make a real deal uh, or, or like set out the parameters of a real deal. Um, uh, no, I think it's usually like, I think even in that, those cases, there's like the plausible deniability. Like you, you, you might know you're talking to a beard, but you're talking to a beard. I mean, I think there. I think there are there are. Or in the cases of the bad teams, owner to owner, sometimes. sometimes. But I think those. That's that's like, I would I would strongly suspect much more of an off season thing. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I would. Man, I would just. Uh, better, I should not speak. <laughs> Yeah, that was always the word with the Brogdon to Indy deal was that Herb Simon and uh, the Bucks owners just sort of like had an agreement, some, something about that. Like they weren't going to match. I mean, there's so many. He was going to give the picks. Like there's there's so many guys you like, and, and, and a lot of them were sure, like, sure. they didn't. I mean, um, some of them are like, well, and maybe you might I should have stood on the table. Like the one that the, the regret this, I have is that I didn't stand on the table for the years of your time at the Bucks. Where you were in, in, uh, like, pushing hard for, and you know, like, who did you want to get? Like, you know, I, I, I did, I, 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 I sure. did stand on the table for Bam Adebayo, but we were never getting Bam Adebayo, so it's just like we, like that was right. Um, I, you know, he, I, I'm, I'm not a big advocate of of sort by draft workout, Ooh, but I was already yeah. in the for him, and he was at a stupendous workout for us, and like. Five minutes in, Jason Kidd leans back in his chair, looks over at me, and is like, not going to be there. <laughs> it's like, I know. I know it hurts, but I know. Um, 
So I think that's like of the regrets, that's probably the one that, that sticks mm. out. Um, who could we have, who, I don't, I don't remember any of the, I don't actually remember a lot of deals that were on the table that yeah. we didn't do that. I would have been like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do that. I think there were more deals that were on the table where I was like, no, let's not do that. And then it ended up not happening. Um, it probably for similar reasons why I didn't want us to do them. And, you know, those are I mean, okay. No, you won't. Why? Right. He's a Tibbs. He's a Tibbs guy on a team coached right. by Tom Thibodeau, and he can't get on the floor. How like how washed do you think that means Tibbs thinks he is? That's how I, that's how I'm feeling about these uh, Derek Rose rumors uh, that we just saw surface again today. We'll take him as buyout, but <laughs> I mean. So I, I, if I can, there's, there's so there's, there's this thing there, yeah, and this a, is that's a fair point. You know, this I, is, I, I want to make sure make clear this is, this is like, much more generalized. Can, uh, than, than I'm just starting. Like, I, I, we coach. really need like, some some more creative. A lot of times, probably like, not a deal guy, for sort of a I just go a like lower level thing guy. Getting back to some of our players, coach is never going to play. Who's a playoff player? Who's not? So what do we do? Like you know, we can you know. Hopefully, you know, one would hope that you could you could get to a certain, but a certain like okay, like. Bucks fans want Bud to play Marjan Bochamp more. Right. Whatever, like a rookie's got to be really damn good for like you know, and, and in a certain way, like Dante kind of got looks early because right. in a certain way, and and you know, for all the the stuff that you see and that, that you know people see in Bochamp, like I don't think it does it really surprise anyone that that Bud isn't playing him more. Because you, you just – and it's not – I don't even think it's like Bud that Bud doesn't uh... – No, I – but I, but I, that is, I mean, that like is a, or but that's like, something you do yeah, have to I, take, I, keep I, into uh, mind. Why, I'm with why you, didn't I, they? I mean, people were calling like, for if, if that, you know, like would, would, could, could Bones Highland help the box? So like I'm, I'm past, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I always obviously pull for the young guys, but, but Bud like, would hate him. Uh, I would say I would say yes, yeah. Uh, I feel like Bones might be good enough that Bud would have to uh, put up with with his defense to just get some juice on offense off the off the bench. But I, I see your point, though. I I uh, I mean the Bucks in the playoffs, particularly. Like I don't know what happens when stuff breaks down, like. Um, 
I mean, everybody hates Jordan Poole now, and and I whatever. But like a, a Jordan Poole skill set, like for the Bucks. I mean, there's there's a certain degree of revealed a, preferences a here. Hitter, like like there's things that coaches say they want, and then who does the coach actually shots up? Because that's another Bud thing too. Is like Bud's like you know, you Wes Matthews shoot. is on the floor. I, mean, I think that shoot. that tells you and that tells you. And this, I know this shooting is not a criticism. Is that just? I think that illustrates you know one man But we need we need a little. And I think you like. You know, especially for teams that are like, you know, maybe a rebuilding team yeah. where you, the the GM clearly has, you know, is like, right. okay, right. I, I, I told you how this is going to be when we when I hired you, so help us out here. Um, I like I, aside from situations like that, like the coach is going to tell you who he thinks is good. Now there might be some wiggle, like, okay, we got to play this guy for political reasons. Uh, Sarah Todd was on a couple weeks ago talking about why the Jazz sort of have to play Rudy Gay, even though he's not a playoff rotation player. Um, did I do it right? Did I do it right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do I can't do that. He's, 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 he's a bad NBA player. How's that? He's a bad NBA player. Is that? Yeah. At this, at this, no, but at this point in his career, he's a, he's a, he, if you put him on the floor, he is a losing, he's a losing player. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. That's progress, man. Yeah, progress. You know, we can we can dance around (laughs) saying that, but like, yeah, we fine. We can be like less disrespectful, but at a certain point, like he's the fifth. What is he? How much respect is due? I mean, I just I have respect when he goes in. You you like are you know he's you're you're just his presence on the floor costs you four points per hundred. Sure. Like all do like I mean, I would cost fifty points per hundred. So I guess that's a fair (laughs) comparison. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Respectful. <laughs> I somehow somehow that's even that's even like meaner. That's even, somehow that like that that fake politeness is even worse. Yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's I, different I it. than Minnesota. You say respectfully, nice. I experience would both. Rudy Gay wouldn't play. I get it. <laughs> I mean, aside um <laughs> I think there's a little more silence in Wisconsin nice and and Minnesota nice is uh, uh, Wisconsin nice. Oh no, that's different. If yeah, no, if if you disagree, and that's you know that, that's getting up north of the cities a little bit to get. To, oh, to I'm, I'm curious. What's what's the difference? Uh, I mean, part of it is I I lived in Minnesota 20 years ago. <laughs> Oh sure, yeah. So, so Wisconsinites are so Wisconsinites are less nice than Minnesotans, is what you're trying to say? Okay, okay, that's fair. Those fans, though, I, they they sure boo a lot for a nice for a nice uh, fan base, but boo their own team, but. Uh, Oh, I think I got you on mute here, Seth. All right, my uh, my uh, my 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 children were uh, were were uh, had had thoughts. So I, so I <laughs> no worries, no worries. No, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to spark the uh, the the uh, the border the, the no, border sure. uh, disagreements there. Say that I like. I've never been a Packer fan, and I don't think I ever could be. Uh, I just, I think, you know, I feel you. 
Um, I've got mixed loyalties. I, um, I come from mixed uh, Wisconsin, Chicago home, so I've seen both. Okay. Oof. Fair. Um, I, I, you, I, between that, the, the, the detour into like Fargo and, and my, my children, I lost track of where we were. So what, what... Uh, let's see, we were going, uh, respectfully. We won't, don't want you to play being nice. Uh, anyway, we can get off that. We can get off that. I, I, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I think, uh, I guess one final couple qual- I got two final ones for you. One, one more prescient to today. Um, you are the in charge of the Bucks. Who's your number one target? Oof. This is a hard question because I don't know the. I don't know. Like a lot of this is the art of the possible. Like last year, everyone got mad at the Bucks for the DiVincenzo trade and only bringing back Ibaka and Bex, and it was like, I don't know. I see when you see what what else like what what every, everything else that happened. It's like I think that reflects. It doesn't reflect like the Bucks not doing homework or not doing their jobs or misvaluing stuff. It's like that's what was there. They weren't going to bring Divincenzo back because he was you know he's due a contract and he'd been he'd been pretty poor since coming back from from the surgery. So then that trade was, you know, A, we didn't know when Brooke was, was going to come back. B, not we. They didn't know when Brooke was going to come back and wanted some insurance. And that was maybe the best they could do. And also the second round picks they got were, I thought, the bigger part of that trade. Because if there's something that, if you've noticed that something that they've done over the John Horst era is like, okay, we got these second rounders. Let's, let's do something right. with them. And just like getting, like, you know, getting that, that getting those resources for future, that was it was as much about like almost replenishing that supply as it was about like Ibaka per se. And so was it, was it a great trade? No. Did I understand it and was more fine with it? Even knowing that they probably would have needed more, more wasn't out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's one where I was fine at the time. And then uh, once Middleton went back and it felt like I mean, you know, playing in the Boston I think series, the Boston uh, series was, I, I kind of think the Boston series kind of fake close. I mean, I think that, I, I think it was sort of like was uh, close. a lot of it was Boston, like their ability to self-destruct. Like if, you know, they, it, it, you know, if they only have an eight point lead to give away, they, they, they give away six points. Whereas if they have a 12 point to get lead to give away, they give away 10 points. And just kind of that's the way they rolled a lot last year. So it's like, okay, if the game was a little bit closer, they would have played. They, I think they might have played. Yeah. Like they, they might have like gone into their shell a little bit later and like not had those periods where they just like completely imploded and, and, and you know, the, you know what I mean? So I think that there was a I think the, I, basically I think Boston had more cushion than a lot of the final scores. And the fact that, again, I, I yeah. Yep. And I think you, I mean, I think to some degree you saw that in how. Oh, like, that's for sure. I mean, exhausted the rotation Giannis outside was of second Giannis game seven. Much better. Uh, true. Yeah. No, you, I mean, yeah. you could. You but can, at the same like, time, if, if like, these, Drew these didn't games a lot, but it's at the same time you like. Performances and Grayson made some. I mean, it, I see what really you're saying, but also the Bucks. Uh, certainly the did their best to give it to them offensively. I mean, 
Like he wasn't Offense good in Sacramento either. Really bad. Yeah, and he's and he struggled the first part of this year as well. Like he's played much better now, but, but yeah, like yeah. we didn't we didn't have till January twenty twenty three to, to to or they. Now you got me saying we. It's like you're you're attacking. No, you're yeah. The Bucks and I'm, you got me back into a place I haven't worked in three years. No, I, I, I yeah, no, that's. I mean, I, we live in a society, like so. I uh, yeah, allegedly. Um, I, I, I have nothing across <laughs> any of that other than his. his you know, you his want to, Seth. You know, you're, you know, you're a member that's, of Bucks. That's all. I, that's all I got. There's, on that no, there's no turn. You're one of them. The, the, the rest of it, the rest of it is, the rest of it is uh, better. I should, best I should not speak. Um, and then one final one, I, I, uh, I gotta know. Do you yeah, have any Urson? Yeah, sure. Please. What's Urson? Uh, a better one, please. Or one I mean, what's he doing now? Is he really forty-six years old? Um, what? Just give me some Urson, something from for Urson. <laughs> oh man! All right, she's a Milwaukee native. Oh man! All right. Well, I wanted to give the people's, but we'll have to. I'll have to go offline for that. Oh, I lied. One, one, fi- one very final one. Now that I mentioned that. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So when you go, when you begin your job in the front office, you have access to like all of the decades old scouting reports, the pre-digitized, you know, the hand uh, report from the guy who goes to Spain to see Daniel Santiago or like the first, you know, like what, what are the archives, what, what are the archives um, look like going through the years and, and, and do they even exist? I, I honestly don't know. I, I, there was never any reason for me to look farther back than stuff that was on Real Jam. I, uh, I, uh, uh, in real gym, not like the public site, like the team, most of the NBA uses like a, like a, like a custom version of real gym that lets them put their own scouting stuff. Let's them put some medical stuff. Let's them do some scouting, uh, like scheduling, uh, do some reports on scouting coverage, stuff like that. Most of the NBA use that some other, some teams use other platforms. Some teams have built kind of some of their own, uh, their own similar platform, um, but I, I don't. I don't know how far back it went. But but it went far enough back for any relevant player. There was plenty of of real GM stuff. Like he, yeah, I mean, you could go and look at a guy who was uh, look at. I don't know. Um, was what was the what was the point guard from Duke that that was on a two way for a minute? Trayvon Duval. Trayvon, yeah, Trayvon Duval. You could you would go back in the year year before his rookie year, and we'd have you know we'd have scouting reports going back on him since he was like fifteen and had played in like events wow. and stuff like that. Okay, so um, so I, and I don't to the degree to which like the the old old stuff like the pre digital stuff had uh, had uh, had been digitized. I don't know. I do know that uh, that uh, shout out to, to former uh, Buck Scout uh, Danny Marks, who's now the uh, uh, director of basketball ops for Howard, Howard University. Um, he did he did years and years of work to get a lot of that stuff. Going. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking about it with LeBron passing down. It's like, man, the for some of the first scouts to see LeBron. Like, I wonder if those still exist. Like, hey, there's a 14 year old who's going to be maybe the best player ever. Like, 
I will say, I will say that I, you know, doing the doing that job, I got to know some people at the Brewers, and they did share some of their uh, Pat Connaughton scouting reports oh, uh, with me from 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 when he was when he, when he was coming up as a baseball okay. player. So could he have made um, it? That uh, uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, enough about baseball. Um, as as with many things, you know, there's there's probably. The, there was a slight difference between you know when he's talked about it what he what he what he says about what his his velocity was and what it actually yeah. was but he could sling it he could sling okay. it up there like he was the the first number was a nine I'll put it that okay. way yeah I don't know the so, first thing about like, baseball like, either yeah. but I, you always yeah uh, I mean you know he, he was not he was not a soft tosser so it's uh you know I think you know not you know people because of all the work that people do with like weighted balls and stuff like that, that now it's sort of like 95 is kind of table stakes, but this was, you know, these are, you know, 15 years ago before a lot of those training methods were in place. Right. So he was, he was, he was, he sat in the nineties. Yeah, we got to get, we got to get him doing an Eric Bledsoe next time somebody uh, with the butt with the basketball, next time somebody smacks him in the face. I, we got to see Pat stand up for himself next time. I mean, I've never seen a man, the Bucks broadcast has made a point of it now, <laughs> but I've never seen a man smacked upside the head as often as Pat Connaughton is. But I feel like there's someone else who used to get hit. No, no, I think it's always like Pat has always just gotten hit in the face a lot. It's wild. He's he's gonna snap yeah. one day. Um, no, I think it's partially because he like he, his style of play means he's 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 sticking his face places <laughs> to be hit. And at a certain point, like it's it's a pet peeve of, of sort of mine. Is some of the this isn't a Pat thing, but there's like you know like guards getting some calls, but like your face shouldn't be there. Well, it shouldn't be an offensive foul. It's a foul on your face. If right. Anything else. Right. But just because you're small, it's anyway. Like it's not. It's no less of a foul because it's your face than if it was your arm. No, that's for sure. But Pat, <laughs> I don't know what happens with him though. Like even if you take all of those, there's still like another twenty a season. That uh, I mean, it's like it's it's WWE esque the way he gets smacked. But well, uh, yeah, we'll see how that unfolds. I hope we keep Pat. He's not going anywhere. I hope he's 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 Bucks DNA. So can I? This is this is again non-team sure. specific, and I'm I'm exhaling there because like this is like I, you've given me a chance to soapbox, so I shall soapbox. Um, you you were talking earlier about like team propaganda. Yeah. Anytime a team starts talking about their culture. <laughs> This isn't to say culture isn't important. It is very important. It's extremely important. It's also one of those things. That's, it's so easy to bullshit about. And, you know, our culture can, it's like your culture probably sucks as much as everyone else does. Like there's probably, there's, 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 you know, maybe there's a couple teams that have really good culture. A couple teams have really bad culture. And most of the rest of them are like, shit, I'm at work again. Culture. Yeah, because you know the. <laughs> I feel you, oh, but like going oh. back to what we talked about with the eighteen nineteen season and the cultural shift you witnessed yeah. from Kid to Budenholzer and his staff, I I do think I mean, you can see like oh guys seem to be enjoying themselves even if it's just workplace enjoy. Like I'm not under the illusion that dudes are best. Have you filled a hole or have you built a hill? I, <laughs> right, right. Like I, I, I. Uh, I don't know. I, I do. I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, well, I've seen so much bad culture 
that I feel like I at least know what that looks like. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the teams, like it's, 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 it's funny from, you know, having a little bit of, of knowledge of what's going on. Most of the teams are talking, not most, but a good chunk of the teams that talk about culture, whether it's they have, you know, their, their team has togetherness or their, their front office is inclusive and uh, is flat and inclusive. And it's like, oh, that's, that's nonsense. Like, shut up. Oh. You know, it's like you're. The world needs you to name you know, names, Seth. The world just. No, I, it, it, I, you know, I, I don't know. I might someday want to, to go back and I can't, you know, I can't napalm bridges, you know. I, I got to say you've gotten more because when you've, because I've been listening to you since you um, stopped working with the Bucks and like your very first season, you were like, I am not coming anywhere close to even any Bucks discussion on any side of the ledger. And now you're, uh, you're opening up a little bit more, which I appreciate. Well, it's, I mean, it's far enough away that I'm not, I'm not giving anything right. away. I mean, and there's stuff I, there, there's, there's stuff I like, there are like, there, okay. There are, I have a pretty good idea of what players John Horst likes. Right. Um, but I, that's not something I'm going to put out there. Cause that's like, uh, that, that's, that, that would be ill done. Like that's, but I can, I, but at this point, like, I don't know anything about actual discussions other than, you know, kind of what we see. I mean, that's, that's not totally true, but I mean, because I, you know, you, you live in the town, you right. know people. Um, but it's still, it's like, you know, if it is stuff that I know, it's stuff that I've, that I've gotten in confidence from a friend. So that's not, that's not grist for, for public discussion, but I'm far enough away from the actual discussions and inner workings and anything like that, that I, that part of, part of that was frankly, I didn't think I could be objective. Like I would be, because I knew more, I would be holding them to a different standard than I was holding the other 29 teams. It's like, Oh, this is how I think they're doing this wrong. This is how I think they're doing that wrong. Right. And like, probably there's 26 teams that are probably doing the same things wrong the same way. So right. it's like, why am I, you know, why am I grading on that on a different curve? Just cause I know it. So part of it was that part of it was just like, that's that's sort of not my that's not my story to tell. No, for sure. Like now there's just other pe- yeah. people who grade the bucks on a different curve, but we don't need to talk to, about them. <laughs> oh, oh. No. you want me to? You name name? Go please. No, I um. Oh, you're, you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about uh, you're talking about. No, I am, and I and I and I and I'm a uh, patron of them and a, a longtime listener, so it's all in good uh, good. What's the term? Good faith. I don't know if that's the term, but. Good. It's, it's good, a good, good humor. Nature. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good nature. No, I mean, I, and I think it. By the way, I think it's legit to. I mean, I think part of the reason why you would grade them harder is because they are in a title window. So it's like, look, you gotta you, like to win a title. You have to. You have to be really good and really lucky. And spots where you're just not being good enough. Yeah, but like I think those. But they also don't get. Uh, here's an example. And I, I went to Marquette. And I um, top ten, maybe. Marquette Golden Marquette Golden I, I, I haven't seen. It. I, I I gotta start. I gotta start watching them. I I'm uh, anyway. Um, Sam Hauser. I've never. I like Sam Hauser. Okay, yeah, I know he transferred, but he's one of the few Marquette guys over the last ten years. You know, since like the Jay Crowder, since the. Um, you know, with Wojo, he was like one of the few Wojo guys where you're like, oh, he might, he might uh, be an NBA player. He might, you know, stick around. I thought, I thought, honestly, I thought Joey was going to be in it. Was gonna his be brother, yeah, player. more athletic and and whatever. But yeah. so anyway, I, 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 again, 
until Jaw kind of Jaw kind of ended him in that, <laughs> yeah, that tournament bad, game. That <laughs> um, but I'm not sure there's ever been a more Sam Hauser level player who's had his name mentioned before this season in the national media than Sam Hauser about how like what a what a piece he he is for the Celtics and there's something about the Celtics the Raptors these teams where you guys all know these front office people I'm sure they're very smart they're good mm-hmm. at their job whatever that's, that I don't think that's I don't I I think I don't think that's it well I think it's I think it's 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 um I mean you know there is for reasons, uh, there there is a heavily in, influential uh, Boston contingent in the, the national basketball media. Um, the Lakers are the Lakers. The Raptors are a little bit of a different thing. I, that there might be some some of that a little bit too. But this is the Heat are this way a little bit too, and that's sort of so. There are uh, my friend Sean Hyken calls this the prestige zone. And it's a great term. Like, and maybe there's two different, maybe there's two different types. Cause I think maybe, maybe you, you look at the heat and the Raptors, they're in like the, the culture prestige zone. It's just like, Hey, we, you know, we like the way they operate and there are reasons to like the way they operate. Those are two very well run franchises. Um, you know, two places that would frankly be like good places to work. Um, uh, this is not my for a job. This is just like, this is just, just like from, right. like, I don't, I don't think I would particularly enjoy working at least in Miami. Cause like, like, you know, there's different, like Oklahoma city is a very well-run team, but they're not, it's, it's, they're very like IBM blue suit. Right. Up. You might through under intense questioning, you might get someone who works for the thunder to admit that. Yes. In fact, I worked for the Oklahoma city thunder after three or four hours. Uh, that's a lot. Um, you know, it's it's the uh, it's it's in the wire. There was the the scene where the guy was grand jurying the the teamsters. Just like, you know, I, I almost cracked him. One's about to admit that the docks are on the water, <laughs> um, and that's and that's <laughs> that. So, um, but so, but because that they do, there's a certain like like respect and aura that they might get that like might get Scotty Barnes talked about in a way, or Tyler Hero talked about in a way that maybe they haven't quite earned yet. Uh, if you hear noise in the background, that's my cat tearing up. Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, I guess she's hungry. Um, <laughs> okay, hold I on. Feel I, like... let, let me let me mute. But no, I'm not feeding. I'm, I'm not. While well, Seth not feeds his, uh, I, he cut uh, out. I think he said he was so feeding his cat. To, like, Is that what I heard? Sweep up confetti. <laughs> Um, so there's like that, there, that kind of, oh, okay. of course, like because of the media, because of okay. the Lakers, like the <laughs> Lakers and Celtics, the glamour franchises get a little bit of, you know, the, you know, we have to talk for how long about Rui Hachimura because he got traded to the Lakers. And that's the zone. You have the NBA refs association, like, you know, wailing and gnashing their teeth over a missed call because it was, you know, LeBron and the Lakers. They, like, I can't, like, I cannot, I cannot ever, I, I can remember, like, stuff coming out saying, yeah, we missed that one. I can't remember, like, the Refs Association right. tweeting, oh, man, we feel terrible. It was awful. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
that was that was embarrassing. I I uh, I was yeah. I immediately thought yeah. of the late David Stern. I remember that. I, or if, like, who is he? Apologizing. Who is he Could you imagine he? under Stern? Any, remember I heard uh, referees apologizing yeah, for a regular Patrick, season call. Like, he busted out. Um, he busted out a word that I was not familiar with. He was talking about a situation with this. I what incredible palaver. It's like wow. And that's I think that's I think he would say yeah. I think he would I think he would go I think he would go there with that. Um, shouts to the stern um yeah so i think i think that i think it that that's kind of i I think (laughs) for sure yeah so it's a glamour it's a prestige sort of uh sheen that that i'm okay so i so when I hear, when I heard Sam Hauser's name, well, and also and just again because it, like, it wasn't uh, anything, the, other than and just, a lot of NBA media self, has just kind of come out of a Boston centric, you know. I, and it's it's not I'm like I'm not taking a shot at like like Bill Simmons has opened up like doors for a lot of people, but he is influential, and the Ringer is influential, and the Ringer has a has a Boston has a Boston dint. I mean, it's not oh, sure. That's I don't you know, yeah, yeah. No, no, I feel you, and and it is what it is. It's just, but it's like when Giannis, you know, Giannis, people thought maybe he wasn't playing well enough to be an All Star starter, and he, oh, his numbers are down. Giannis's numbers are actually down this year, and it's like, well, there's this snapshot of of the season, and then ten games later or whatever, they're nine and one, eight in a row. Giannis has had three fifty, and I don't know. I just feel like and so you Bucks fans, you have to be careful it, because you're, get, like, you're, you're getting you're getting it's sort of the reverse of the prestige right zone is SME there's small market energy. Like, and, there's an over yeah. Explain to me, explain to me why why people care so much. Like yeah, the, the, and I get I get it, but I feel like there's some of it is real. Front that I feel like I'm pretty taking for Embiid not being. Which by the way, it's your fault. Like he was, he would have been. If it was just the coaches and players, Embiid would have been a starter. So <laughs> who 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 is to blame? Uh, but anyway, I mean, come on. I care be. I care about the truth. I care. About I mean, you're you're more if, you're if, you're much more about what's fair and just with respect. Yeah, to the I, I'm you all care about. More about truth I'm all and about what's fair and just with, with the body. Yeah. So I don't know, like, man. I, I am sensitive. You know. And I yeah that that like that's oh 100 percent 100 percent yeah okay. So it 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 exists now. You can yeah. say you can say caring. All right, it, 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 I, I should S- you know with 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 cats and kids can, circling, uh, I should probably. Faster, I guess. But no, what it, it, like it, you have any parting parting? You have any parting shots for calling shots? No, man. I've, this is a. No, dude, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm gonna miss you, man. I'm gonna miss the show. I love. There's something about the live, just being able to talk shit and and hop in live and ask questions that have been rattling around in my mind for years. Um, well, I mean, no, there is there's playback. I mean, we are we are uh, we're, Mo and I are gonna do that pretty you, regularly. Uh, I'll wherever, be, but I'll I would be love more live stuff like this to well. be out there. You know, can have this conversation while watching a game. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but uh, yeah. Cool. All right. 
Well, Charlie, thanks a lot for doing this. I appreciate this. is This is this is a this is a fun one to uh, to. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll tune. I'll tune in for sure. Coming on and taking the time. Um, and and folks who are listening, I, I, I appreciate you for for coming along as well. I, like I said, I will be back Friday or Saturday for the final wailing, gnashing of teeth, calling shots. Where we're gonna we're gonna break down the trade deadline a little bit, see what happens, uh, if see if this. Uh, this Minnesota trade goes home to bring D'Angelo Russell home. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, see what kind of you want to see. I, I, Charlie, like if you want to see some prestige zone, wait till we see what happens to what gets said about D'Angelo Russell if he gets traded back to the Lakers. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Charlie. Thank you, everyone else, and we'll be back. Uh, Man, I hope over that, the weekend I hope he for the last. Cell phones off. That's all I'll say. <laughs>